like to shed them every autumn, the way a stag sheds its antlers. But, darling Sandy, as we have both discovered to our mutual cost, can sometimes be a little bit creative with the truth, eh, Rog? It's a time to dance, Rog, as I believe the best-selling author Melvin Bragg once so poetically exhorted us. Although, if you do decide to break into a spontaneous quickstep, or a foxtrot, or a samba, please be sure to wear your head brace, your shoe support, and your corset. Or else, dollars to donuts, Rog, those moronic jobs worth from health and safety will be sniffing around us yet again, like a feral pack of constipated hyenas. Let's throw caution to the wind, Rog. This is no time to shilly-shally, no time to test the water and teeter nervously on the brink. Oh, yes, I still fondly remember those compulsory school swimming lessons at Thornhill Baths. Me clowning around on the high diving board to wildly cacophonous cheers from the boys, hysterical screams of terror from the girls. And then suddenly, with no warning, clicking into the zone striding calmly to its furthest tip, bouncing once, bouncing twice, and then performing to assembled gasps a near-as-damn-it-perfect backflip, barely disturbing the surface of the pool with so much as a ripple as I entered it. Incredible. And you, Rog? You? Far down below, Rog, crammed into an undersized pair of brown nylon viscose mixed regulation trunks, your soft belly bulging over the waistband like a generous slick of extra-thick UHT cream, the voluminous skin of your upper torso pulsing translucently, ghastly and white as a portion of uncooked tripe. Your chest heaving uncontrollably as you shivered and whimpered and clutched onto your towel, blinking uneasily into the blurry half-light. You had good reason to feel apprehensive, Rog, having just a few moments earlier taken the very sensible precaution of removing your glasses. You were vulnerable, Rog. You were hamstrung. You were tragically incapacitated. Yet how could you have possibly known, Rog, except with the aid of very basic common sense, that your every move was being carefully scrutinised from above by a mischievous young prankster, svelte and bendy as a cat in a pair of tight, bright red speedos, who thought it would be a hoot, Rog, a veritable hoot, Rog, when the opportunity arose to steal those precious glasses of yours and then conceal them, in an act of rare daring and audacity, behind the lifeguard's chair. How could you have possibly known, Rog? How, Rog, eh? And the model of this insignificant little tale, Rog? If moral there be at all. Grow a pair, Rog! Grow a bloody pair! Who cares what the temperature of the water is, Rog? Jump in, you fool! Jump in! It's time to grab the damn world by the scruff of its neck and shake it, Rog! Shake it, you hear? Because I'll make no bones about it, Rog. This case is a hard taskmaster. Remember Mr Filton, Rog? Dr Filton? with his heavy, dark green serge jackets, his advanced motorist badge and his chronic halitosis. 
Who made you wet yourself, Rodge? Piss yourself, Rodge, in front of the entire class during double Latin after you forgot how to conjugate the Latin verb to touch. Pardon, Rodge? Was that a yes? I just heard you mutter there. Was that a yes, Rodge, accompanied by a nervous cough and a sheepish little nod at the end? It was. So you do remember, Rodge. You do actually remember. Oh. Good. Well, for your information, Rog, this case, this remarkable case, this extraordinary case, is every inch as exacting and fastidious as crusty old Filton was, every inch as unsparing and punctilious, with an impressive line in put-downs, Rog, just like that old bastard had. This case is a cruel mistress, Rog, the cruelest mistress. It's a savage...